Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Thanks for being on the iSmart podcast. We have a very special podcast show for you today. We have on the show, Henry DeVries. He's the CEO of Indie Books International. If you haven't heard of Indie Books, you will after this show. They are quite phenomenal. It's published over 12 books, co-authored with Warren Buffett, um, the book, How to Close a Deal. Um, and so thank you so much, Henry, for being on the show today. Thank you so much, uh, Tom. It's great to be able to talk about multiple streams of revenue and where books fit into all that. Books fit into everywhere. Uh, you can see, you know, on the on the show, I, I have a whole library of books. I didn't even believe in reading books until I became an entrepreneur, and it really, you know, I can almost equate someone's wealth to how many books they've read. You've spent a lot of time with Warren Buffett, and you know, you've started writing at 15 years. Can you go into a little bit of your kind of founder story? Have you? started reading at 15, working for a local news uh, paper, and then you went to, you know, co-writing books and then go into maybe how you eventually worked into Warren Buffett. Sure. Well, my business career started at the age of six when I was hired to work on my family's dairy farm. But then I was pushed out of the agriculture industry uh, when I was a teenager when they sold the dairy. So at 15, I started working for the town newspaper as a reporter. I knew what I wanted to do when I was 15, that I wanted to make a living by putting ideas into print. So um, I spent a career doing different things uh, in journalism and marketing. And six years ago, I decided to create Indie Books International to help consultants who want to attract high paying clients by marketing with a book and a speech. And since then, we've done over 200 titles. Um, and um, uh, my, my work with Warren Buffett, it's more of an R&D, rob and duplicate. Uh, Tom Searcy and I wrote the book, How to Close a Deal Like Warren Buffett. And we just got everything we could on what he had ever said and written. We attended annual meetings, uh, met with all his different uh, presidents who worked for him and about how he was different in putting a deal together. Um, people sold their businesses for 20% less than other people were offering, but they chose to sell it to Warren Buffett. So the book was like, why were people willing to make that deal with Warren Buffett? And what did he do? It wasn't manipulation or persuasion. Uh, it was just he created an environment where it was a win-win for everybody. Wow, that's super unique. So you spent, you know, what was that course of time that you spent with him, you know, to write that book? Or co oh, it was uh, a year, a year of my life. Studying Warren Buffett, and um, I, I never got to do a one-on-one -on -one interview with him. Yeah, he was having health problems at the time, uh, but got to be in the room where he was speaking, and Bill Gates and Charlie Munger and all these people, and and certainly did one-on-ones with the people who reported to him. Um, huh. It was a fascinating year. What would you say that you're like? Maybe your one piece of like gold, your golden nugget from that year that you got from him that really kind of changed your mindset around business. What, what would, what would that be? You think? 
Well, one of the, there was a lot of war and wisdom that I put into the book. My favorite is, uh, <laughs> yeah, he says, don't ask a barber if you need a haircut. So when people ask me, do you think I should do a book? I said, well, don't ask a publisher if he thinks you should do a book. The answer is, of course. Um, <laughs> but Warren, um, a lot of things with the deal making was, um, you know, only make deals with people you trust. Yeah. You know, that you like and trust and be very clear about it. Um, and uh, we also call that the perfect fit, only deal with the perfect fit. And uh, my fingerprints are on the gun. I've made the mistakes where I've gone in and gone, well, I don't know if this is quite right, but I'll do the deal. And then you get into it and you go like, why did I ever do business with this person? So that's what something we learn. Yeah, that's uh, that's really great advice. So when I first, with my business, um, you know, we partnered with Ty Lopez and, and I met Ty Lopez in 2017 and I was trying to figure out how to duplicate myself. And he recommended the book, uh, the E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And so after reading that book, it was like, I changed the entire business, went to like a franchise model and it became incredibly successful. Um, but one of the things that Ty Lopez told me when looking for people and he quoted something from Warren Buffett where, you know, he said to look for, when you're looking to hire people, you look for energy, intelligence, and integrity. Um, and so he has a lot of wisdom, you know, yeah. from over the years. I'm a big um, Michael Gerber Emeth uh, fan too. I was in the Emeth Academy for years and um, even went up to consult with them on some new programs they were doing and got to be, got to spend the weekend at the table with Michael Gerber. And that is uh, fantastic. Yeah. Here's in San so, Diego. <laughs> well, he's now there. Then it was in Santa Rosa. Okay. Um, it was interesting because it was a virtual relationship, the Myth Academy, and you had either one-on-one with a coach or, yeah, it's um, interesting. You know, facilitator. It, and I told my coach, I said, I'd like to have breakfast with you. There's a little story. I said, I called my coach and said, I'd like to have breakfast with you. And she says, well, you don't understand. Um, you're in San Diego and I'm up in the Bay Area. And I said, <laughs> yeah. oh, I understand. Southwest flies eight times a day. You know, when do you want to have? We can make this happen. up there because okay. I wanted to, yeah, I actually tour their offices, see how they organized everything they did. Um, I was I was a kind of client for them. Yeah, you want to make that personal connection. I think that's super. Again, R&D. That's the secret of my success. So yeah. how have you been able to do that within, you know, indie books? I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of, there's a lot that goes into, you know, publishing books, you know, getting them working with all these different, these different clients, trying to make their ideas into a reality. Uh, you know, how, you, how have you been able to duplicate yourself and also, you know, create additional streams of revenue um, within the business? That e-myth thinking always carried through. I decided when I started this company six years ago that we would be virtual so we could hire talent from anywhere and we would connect through you know, the internet and other means. So we were, we were ahead of the zoom curve. Uh, yeah. We were using that. So um, we listened to our clients, Tom, our clients told us what additional revenue streams we needed to do. Um, so we started with publishing books and then, there is a hue and cry that we need people to help ghostwrite our books. We need to help people to coach us and edit us through a book. And then I even had a group of six authors send a representative to me. These are my authors. And they said, we want you to form a publicity company. 
to be the president of an ad and PR agency. I knew how to do that. Um, but I said, okay, well, this is the demand here. We need more. What I did is did a training company for them to train them how to fish instead of feeding them fish. Right. Um, yeah. The so we, we hired people, you know, we, I have uh, a, a business maturity plan that by 2023, Indie Books makes money without Henry. Henry might be there if he wants to be, um, but it's not Henry DeRee's making money with Indie Books. Indie Books will make money. The systems yeah, that is there, the, the people are involved. <laughs> yeah. Well, as Gerber said, otherwise you just bought a job. You just a business really, can run is a money making machine that can run without you. At you the, can crawl oh. under your mahogany desk and cry, you know, or something like that until like the end. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah. So so so. What are your recommendations? You know, I mean, we there's so many business owners that are on the podcast. There's so many guys that just come on and here and just say, I want to start a business. I want to grow it. I want to you know be successful. I mean, is it almost like? day one you're planning on leaving and you're just developing systems and structures so that way you don't have to be there or what is that kind of mindset that goes into it well first you first you get the house in order so you get the house in order get all the systems things running then you grow the business so you put people in to help you grow it then you plan your exit your maturity so there's just things you start to work down you identify people in key roles they have somebody who could fill in um, I like to make the um, lottery speech. I go, suppose I won the lottery or suppose you won the lottery. What happens to the business? Um, if I'm, if I'm, if the person has ticked me off, I say, suppose you get hit by a bus, what's going to happen to us? <laughs> it's the same speech. Right. Um, so you have to document things, uh, but it, it's not some rigid Napoleonic code where everything is spelled out. It, it has to be something where people can pivot and make decisions and train the new person. So we do a lot of checklists, a lot of instructions, and then there's a lot of meetings that no matter if I'm there or whoever's going to run, the meeting has to do the same thing. We call it the money meeting, the acquisitions meeting, yeah. uh, the production meeting. Yeah, yeah, one of the challenging things I think is finding individuals that are that have that uh, concrete thinking, you know, that where they can at least – you know, they can, they can problem solve. How have you been able to maybe find those individuals to do that problem solving? Um, so that way you don't have to step in every other day just to be able to solve this issue that's stopping the company from growing. Sure. You have to give people responsibility and authority. And you have to say, I'm here. If you run into a problem, you can come to me with options yeah. and we'll work it out. And finding those individuals that really are, because I've had partners that text me every other day, you know, mm -hmm. and they are like always asking questions that really I think they could figure out themselves. Then I have other partners that, you know, they literally, I never hear anything from them. The Raving customers, raving, the, the business is growing exp exponentially, you know, so is, is there, has there been kind of like this maybe secret key or this kind of thing that you look for uh, in individuals to help kind of keep growing and, and, and scaling? Some of it's trial and error. Um, I'm 63. You know, I've been in business for myself for over 20 years, and then I helped run other people's businesses. So you get a sense of, you know, this type of person that you're looking for. Um, and there's a gr training period to it. Um, I'm the kind of person who you could send away, and I'll just send bags of money back to headquarters. Uh, not everybody can do that. 
Yeah. Um, so you have to know who you're doing and, and what the role is in that. So, so the pre-qualifying process for getting someone on board is pretty, is pretty in-depth for, for indie books. We have expectations and, and we explain the expectations up front. And then we give people increasing responsibility. Fantastic. So uh, it's called the little test. Just the little, little test. the little test that'll change your whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm going away. Here's here's five bars of gold. Invest it. I'm coming back. And you come back, and somebody says, "Here, I doubled it." And the other person yeah, exactly. said, oh, "Mean, I buried it in the ground, you know, because I was worried about you." Hey, well, you're, so, not, you're not hired uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get any more bars of gold. So, um, um so um, the last thing we like to talk about the podcast, you know, and and we do about a 15, 20 minute podcast, you know, talking about different ways to be able to create additional streams of revenue. You've had, you've gave it a lot of value on, you know, individuals that can come in and, and keep growing and keep sustaining, you know, the business outside of you, which gives you the ability. So that way you can either produce other revenues or work on other businesses or things of that nature. Um, the last thing we talk about is how the pandemic has, you know, affected the business and how you've been able to grow through it. You've already mentioned that, you know, you've done virtual, you know, virtual meetings and things of that nature already before this, but has there, has there been much of an effect and, you know, how, how have you been able to grow through it? We've actually been growing um, through the pandemic. Very cool. And one of the ways is um, I used to travel the country speaking and putting on seminars. We're doing that all virtually. Um, I used to do two speeches a month. Now I'm doing eight, you know, with podcasts like this. And I'm telling people how they can uh, create streams of revenue. A book is a marketing tool, um, but it's a marketing tool for certain businesses that can get an ROI of four to 20 X. So a 400 to 2000% ROI. So we've documented that. We have people who are on record with that. Um, speaking, it can add speaking. And I'm paid to speak on Zoom now. And I've also been contacted by groups that, uh, oh, we're going to meet again in you know, February of next year. Would you come in and speak? So an expert with a book can speak in the five to $10,000 range. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I'm not saying you're becoming a full-time speaker, but maybe you're adding one or two speeches a month. And those speeches can generate business to your main business. So when I'm paid to speak, uh, people also come up and say, oh, I, I want to work with you on my book, or I want to have you published my book or I'm very interested in how you promote books and would like to attend your trainings. So trainings, um, we all have knowledge. How can you train people and charge for it? Um, now I'm very generous and my Zoominars are free and I do a lot of free things, but I also have paid workshops, paid retreats that people come to. We give them great value. I, I do it a crazy way. Um, I do it on a donation basis. So they determine how much they pay when they attend my retreat based on what it was worth to them and also what they can afford right now. And I'm okay with whatever the number is because if, if it's somebody starting off and they don't have much money, um, they become an advocate and a future client and a lot of good things happen as a result of it. So I don't need all the money up front. Yeah. From a donation process. And have you seen that people have been giving more than? what you've expected? Well, um, the last donation process was before the pandemic. Okay. So we went and did all free trainings for two months. And now we're going to start a paid training in June. My business partner has started to do paid trainings and uh, 
um, they've been very successful and people have been very generous with the model too. Awesome. So yeah, that's a great model. That was a model that I was uh, about just looking into and uh, developing. Uh, so, um, so what, so I guess what you're saying is that you've already went virtual and now you're starting to do virtual meetings and virtual paid meetings. Is this something that you see is kind of going to be just the new normal when it comes to individuals on speaking gigs or any kind of business meetings? Do you think virtual is going to be the way to go? We're, we're not going to swing all the way to all virtual, you know, when a, a vaccine is invented, that's not going to happen. However, People are saying, like, why did I get on airplanes so much? Yeah. Uh, why did I drive two hours to that meeting for half an hour with somebody? When if it was worth their time, they would have gotten on Zoom with us for half an hour. Um, if, we'd, if we'd been like uh, time travelers and we could go back to January and say, Tom, Tom, you know, future Tom talks to Tom today. And goes, Tom, um, you're going to have to learn Zoom. Oh, the entire nation is going to have to learn Zoom. You, you know, January, you would say, no, people are not going to do that. They're not going to have the, the time. The stock is going to pass major airlines. <laughs> <laughs> Buy all the Zoom stock. Get out of here, dude. There's no way. No, the, 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 my sister, to her credit, the, when this all, I think, Mar Friday the 13th, March 13th, with all this went kablooey, and uh, she's a 70-year-old retired teacher and all this, and... They had to have a Zoom call that day. And she goes, okay, got off the call, called the stockbroker, said, there's a stock called Zoom. Well, you know, how much do I need just to buy it? She goes, well, 2000 Okay, buy $2,000 worth of Zoom today. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. So I, was like, I, was, I, was, I was following the Warren Buffett model, thinking like, okay, let the market go down, then stocks will be on sale, and come in and buy those. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but she's, she's a driver. She's always been a, a driver in her life. So she's just like, why well, wait for all that? You know? So, yeah. So I mean, right now, online stock, sell the hotel, stock, you know, buy zoom, buy zoom. There we go. A great, a great, a uh, great advice from, you know, co-author <laughs> with Warren Buffett on the show. So fantastic. You know, um, so I guess, you know, one of your recommendations is just to kind of keep on going, keep, keep flowing through, maybe integrate Zoom into a lot of your business meetings so you can keep on growing and then, um, you know, and then uh, buy some Zoom. There's Zoom fatigue. Um, so your hour meetings probably are going to be a half an hour on Zoom and your 30-minute call is going to be 15 minutes because people want you to get in and get out. Um, Zoom can be exhausting for all of us, Yeah, you know. Again, if this was just a phone call, Tom, I'd probably be walking around the kitchen doing something, standing up, you know. <laughs> yeah, we've grown a lot more. Yeah, I've got to be engaged. Yeah, it's it's really good. You know, you've done you've done a fantastic job. Well, thanks for being on the show, Henry. I really appreciate thanks, it. Tom. Hopefully, you'll be on the show a little bit later today. CEO of Indie Books, um, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to you a little bit later. Tom, can I make a quick offer? Sure. If anybody wants a free strategy call with me about. A book, I'll spend a half an hour on the phone and no cost, no charge, no obligation. And it's my favorite thing to talk about. So they can find me at Indie Books International and uh, I'm happy to have a phone call. With Is there them. any other point of contact that they can get a hold of you just by either by email or any other way? Sure. Henry at Indie Books International, INTL.com, uh, the website. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. You can link in with me. I'm pretty uh, free about uh, linking in with people. Fantastic. And then I write a column for Forbes, a weekly column for Forbes.com. So I'm also looking for ideas for the Forbes column. 
I love it. Shoot me an email, guys. Like, this is the guy you want to talk to. So, all right. Thanks, Henry. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for letting me be out. Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.